Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope everyone is doing well today. This is Patrick Lee with Midweek Motivation Live. Let me adjust this camera down just a little bit. Hope everyone's doing good today. We had a date for 10 o'clock and it's 10.02. <laughs> I'm a couple of minutes late getting in here. The phone has been ringing off the hook today. We have plenty of new business. We have new listings that just went live. If many of you know, I'm a real estate agent. That's what I do for a living. Hey, Sal, good to see you watching today. And uh, so, yeah, business is wonderful. Um, busy, busy, busy. And the more I work forward um, towards this amount of business, the more I realize that our topic today is going to be a one of importance for you and me. And we're going to be talking about action plans today, how to put together an action plan for success in your future. Hey, Cody, uh, no, no allergies getting me. I'm OK. It's all good. I hope yours are better. I know that they've been acting up a little bit and uh, well, quite a bit. So I'm I'm good. Um, but yeah, the phone's been ringing off the hook. It's been a busy day. I've only had one cup of coffee, not three. So I'm going to be uh, jumping into another cup of coffee here soon. Getting my uh, getting my little breakfast here going as well. Always do a protein shake every morning and. Uh, Try to put some healthy stuff in my body, but yeah, it's been busy a busy morning, and the phone's been ringing off the hook, making plans with new listings that are hitting the market, multiple listings that are hitting the market. In Amarillo, it's a it's a crazy seller's market right now. It's busy, busy, busy. And here at the Patrick Lee Group, we are taking full advantage of that, and that's that's the way it should be, right? That's what we do. We sell real estate for a living, and we sell a lot of it. So anyway, I'm here to motivate you today and help you. Uh, I want to talk to you about an action plan. And I'm talking to myself as well as you as we as we go through this. Um, but, you know, it, it's busy in all of our lives. Those of us that have chosen a career, um, there's something to do that is 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 going to cause us to be successful. Um, the best way to define success we've talked about in the past, right, is how many goals in the future are you going to achieve that actually align with what you want in life? And that's how a lot of people are going to learn to define success. If you want to define success as just a monetary, excuse me, number, you know, that's one way. <laughs> um, if you want to define success as uh, as relationships grown or new relationships cultivated, that's one way to define success. I, I would tell you today that my greatest success in life to date is the successful relationship that I have with my children and my wife. And uh, those things are the, the number one things in my life that I would count as, as a, you know, notifiers of, of my level of success. Uh, the fact that both of my children are wonderful and uh, well-balanced and they serve the Lord, and they're both gainfully employed and socially acceptable. Those are things that you worry about as a parent, right? You want your kids to grow up and be happy. You want them to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. And and all of my children and my wife um, can can state that. So, hey, Jim, good to see you on here too. Yes, it's a uh, many new listings. We're super happy about that. So that's how I. You know, that's how I uh, define success in my life. And you, 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 y'all go ahead. <coughs> y'all go ahead in the comments and uh, put some, put some comments in there about how you define success in your life as well. 
good comments get posted on the screen. And uh, maybe there's something that you have a, a method that you use to define success. But I want to talk to you to, today a little bit about your action plan. And I'm reading, talking about success. I'm reading this from one of the, the latest issue of Success Magazine. My company went out and purchased early this year. And uh, we utilized it so much and partnered up with them so much. It became an easy um, easy choice for us to turn around and purchase the magazine. So we've purchased Success Magazine and uh, we've added people to the staff there and a lot of new editors, a lot of new reporters. And uh, this particular one hit my eye. And there's so much good information in Success Magazine. This isn't a plug for them, but it, it could be. Um, the magazine is all about what I try to talk to you about, motivating you to success in every area of life. But it, it has articles in there that will talk to you about everything from, you know, how to be an entrepreneur if you're a single mother, how to deal with balancing the lives of your children and your job, um, how to work in a, in a in a harsh environment, how to be more motivated, like things like I'm talking about today, how to put together an action plan, how to put together a business plan, how to find good people to be in your top five, all kinds of things that matter to you, um, current trends and, and things like that in business, things that would, you know, relate to success are all found in the magazine. So I'm, I'm that's why I get a lot of magazines as a realtor. We are automatically subscribed to a few. A couple of them are pretty boring. Some of them are just technical. Um, but Success Magazine is one that I've, I've read before I was even a realtor. And it's one that I, uh, I, I enjoy. So today, number one, talking about putting together an action plan. Number one is going to surprise you. It's going to be slow down. And you guys, some of you guys say that about me, Patrick, you're into everything. <laughs> you need to slow down a little, but I do. Um, I need to slow down some and uh, not to stop and smell the roses as the old saying goes, but just to better plan my day, to be a better list writer, to be a better calendar planner. Um, I have Calendly, which is a, a, a scheduling calendar scheduling program that is attached to my digital business card in the comments below this video, of course, www.patricklee.work. And I, I'll post that on the screen a lot as well during the show. But Calendly is a part of that. And um, you can go right into my digital business card, get into my schedule and schedule time in my calendar. And that does happen frequently with a lot of the businesses and different realtors um, and business people that I interview and the people that call and interview me. And I missed one of them yesterday. And I have to apologize to all of you. I missed an appointment in my calendar and I was busy with new listings and I set up three um, notifications for a phone call and um, someone that wanted to interview me and I'm, I'm happy to do that, but I totally missed that phone call and had to apologize. And, and we've rescheduled for tomorrow and it's all good. But I felt like a failure because that one appointment was missed. And that does happen the more busy you get. So number one, the action plan, sometimes you need to slow down a little bit. High achievers tend to be prone to overworking themselves. Raise your hand if that's you, right? Do some likes and loves. If you're on um, YouTube and this video, you know, is is uh, making sense to you. Subscribe, click on the bell, get notifications. That's below the video. And on Facebook, where this is also going live, give me the likes and love. Share this video with family and friends, other people that you know that could be motivated. 
because this is I'm guilty of number one. High achievers tend to be overworkers, overachievers, always trying to do everything themselves. The next time you feel stress over your schedule, take some time and get serious about narrowing your priorities. Hmm. How do we do that? Um, maybe with the word no. The word no is very powerful. And I've actually done a couple of shows on that in the past. The word no is liberating. The word no is freeing. And it allows you to free up time by not giving time to things that don't matter in your future. And here's one way to define a lot of things when you're deciding what you're going to do and who you're going to spend your time with. Um, is that appointment going to matter in five years? Is this relationship a relationship that is that you're spending time in? Is it a relationship that is growing you or is it draining you? These are these are two of the, the best ways to define what's important in your schedule. Will it matter in the future? Yes or no. If that answer is no, then then it's a no. Right. If that relationship is growing you um, or you believe that your investment into that relationship is eventually going to grow you in a short amount of time, then that answer is yes. If that answer is no, then it's a no. That's how you free up your schedule. Right. So I am have been called a people pleaser in the past, and I do like to to uh, spread things out, smooth things out. And I like to help a lot of people. And that's how I maintain relationships. But I can't be all things to all people and neither can you slow down, um, take a load off of yourself and re-examine your priorities moving forward. And I think that's going to take some stress off of you. It's going to allow you to focus more. And when you uh, one of the biggest problems we have with business that can create failure is broken focus, right? When you get your eyes off the prize, when you get your eyes off of your plan, you plan your work, but then you don't work your plan because your schedule's so busy. So number one, slow down a little bit, reprioritize, refocus, realign. Number two, give and get. Realize that as you become a giver in life, you also need to learn how to be a receiver in life. How many of you are guilty of always giving, giving, giving? It seems like your checkbook never gets closed because you're always writing checks to somebody. You're always donating to somebody. You're on Venmo or Zelle or PayPal all day, every day. And it seems like you give, give, give. But when it's time for you to receive, you say, oh, no. And self-deprecation is great. I, I believe that's a, a secret to success and a great um, a great um, aspect of a lot of successful people. But if you're always feeling so badly about yourself, you don't know how to receive. You just believe it makes you feel better when you give. Um, then you need to re-examine that as well. Learn how to be a receiver, not only a giver. Because the more you give, we've talked about this before, you have three finite resources, right? Time, energy, and money. You only have a certain amount of all three of those. And if you continue to give, 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 and give until you are depleted, you have to learn how to receive for someone to fill you back up or you'll eventually break. You won't have anything left to give. So number two, learn how to be a good giver, right? A good giver with a good heart gives good gifts and does good things, but also learn how to be a good receiver. There are people out there that want to bless you. There are people out there that want to pour into you. Learn how to let them do it and be gracious about it. Grateful for that when it happens. Be very thankful 
but learn how to say yes to that. Okay. Don't always say no when someone's trying to bless you. Number three, take note for the highest level influencers. Social media is big business. This week, keep an eye on your favorite personality posts. Think deeply about why behind each one. The people that you watch on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, the different places that you go for social media content, take a look at each and every one of those accounts that you follow. Is that an account that is going to help you? Is it an account that's motivating you? Is it an account that's pouring into you or is it just fluff? Is it just there trying to get money out of you or just entertain you? Because if you are just being entertained, you are being time wasted. And there's a lot of that on social media today. And uh, so take note of that. High level influencers don't in, influencers don't spend a ton of time on social media unless your time on social media is actually there to bring you a return on that investment of time. Um, then I would challenge you to uh, take note of that. It's just a good way to have an action plan to move forward in your life. Number four, design intelligently. One of the first steps towards creating a life that makes you happy is to understand what's most important to you, right? And we've talked about this in the past. What is it? How do you define what makes you happy? We talked about success, but is this is all happiness is part of success, right? Define intelligently what makes you happy. Is it your family? Is it financial freedom? Is it communing with nature? Is it fishing, going kayaking, going to the mountains? A lot of people love to mountain bike. Uh, some of the accounts that I do follow on social media will be someone possibly kayaking in the mountains on a nice river, um, fly fishing for trout. And I can watch that. It makes me happy. It recharges my batteries. Not as much probably as if I went and did it myself, but, but I have to go back to, to step one and slow down and reprioritize the times that I'm going to be able to take for myself to get out of town and go do the things that I enjoy. Is it golfing? Is it cleaning your garage or organizing your room or your storage, those things that recharge your batteries, um, define what it is that makes you happy and schedule more times in your calendar to go do those things. Um, number five, edit away your control. You control what enters your brain space, right? Once you've decided your value, set some personal rules for your media consumption that aligns with them, like we just said. This, this piggybacks off of the last point. If you're watching a lot of things that don't align with who you are, and we have said in the past, you will never rise above the level of who you are as a person. So if you want to rise higher in life, you need to rise. You need to raise yourself, raise your own level in life um, by growing who you are. So learn to uh, remember this. If you ever want to get market share, first, you have to get mind share. You have to get in front of people. You have to be in their minds first, right? Does this make sense to you guys? I sure hope so. Number six is what I talked about earlier, learning to say no. If fear of rejection hampers your selling um, strength, powers, or fortitude, here's a journal exercise. Write about the last salesperson that you said no to. Was it a personal friend or a personal relationship? Could they have pitched you differently? And this is I'm in sales. Many of you are in sales, whether you're in a, a retail store or market or selling a service. You know, we're all in sales. We're selling ourselves every day, right? You know, think about the last person that you said no to. Is it hard for you to remember who that was? If that is, uh, you know, difficult for you, then I challenge you to go back and kind of think about that. Why is it that you are saying yes 
to everyone. Why are you saying yes to everyone? Write down what it was about the last person that you said no to and write down a couple of things that they may have said differently to you or pitched differently to you that would have changed your mind. Because I'm pitched every week. I pitch something almost every day. And I have to learn to say no to a lot of things or I would be broke tomorrow because I love people. I believe in people and I want to support their endeavors, right? The things that they're into. I want to support that. And I believe that shows, you know, friendship and, you know, relatability and life is a give and get. And you sow good seeds, you get a good harvest. So I want to sow good seeds into good people, but I can't afford to do that. And neither can you. So we have to be careful about that. Mindful. But remember that success all starts up here. You have to think before you act in many of these circumstances. So, so do that as an exercise. Write down the last person you said no to and think about what they could have said different that would have turned that no into a yes. Some of you like watching Shark Tank and I watched numerous episodes of Shark Tank. And you can usually start at the very beginning of a person's pitch and tell if it's something that is going to be attractive to the sharks, right? Now, there are instances where the sharks can see past the weak pitch of the salesperson and see the potential of the product and they buy it anyway. But generally, even a mediocre product, if it's pitched very well and the benefits are laid out before the sharks, they're going to bite, right? They're going to want a piece of that because they believe with their expertise with the good pitch of that person, there's their belief starts to grow in that product. And they believe that with their expertise combined with the pitch ability of that salesperson, they can turn that into a going concern or something that's going to make some money. So learn to say no when you have to say no, but then also learn to recognize when it's time to say yes. Number seven, be deliberate. And there are only 10 of these. We're going to be done in a few minutes. And I hope this helps you get through the week and helps you become a, a better planner. You have a better action plan to move forward. But number seven is be deliberate. You can't please everyone, but you can create relationships that are mutually beneficial. Are all of your relationships mutually beneficial or are they all one sided? We talk about this a lot. If you don't learn to create relationships that are mutually beneficial to both parties, you're just setting yourself up for failure. OK, it starts with kindness. Take measured steps to greet people you encounter wholeheartedly. Because when you talk to people, who you are inside can't help but come out, right? So if you're a jealous, conniving, greedy jerk, <laughs> you can be as nice as you want to on the outside. And eventually your conversation will give you away because your motives always come out. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And what is in you can't help but come out of you. So start your relationships with kindness, with gratitude, um, with generosity, and then take it from there. If things start going negatively, then you start learning. That's a relationship you don't need to cultivate, right? Boom. Number eight, set your sights. I, and I have a dropping bombs on here, but that's another guy named Lee. He has a show called Dropping Bombs, and I have a bomb sound effect on here, I think. Dropping bombs but I usually don't, uh, I usually don't <laughs> my dropping bomb sound uh, through my sound generator here is a little weak. So I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to do that. It's all right. Anyway, the humor, there's a little, little bit, a little bit of humor for you. Um, set your sights, 
Uh, number eight, whatever you're selling, whether it's real estate, consulting services, or your own manual labor, whatever it is, some of you guys sell, right? Set your sights, get clear on who you really want to sell to and who um, you really want to purchase your product. Um, your pitch has to be you know, consistent, but it can be changed a little bit, altered from person to person, company to company, depending on the desired outcome. And everyone, you don't need to pitch everything to everyone the same way because other people and other companies are different, right? So get clear on what on who you really want to be in relationship and how with and how that pitch needs to be um, crafted. Identify how to impress your ideal client. That's a good thing to uh, think about that I would like to ask you to do. Who is your ideal client? Who is your ideal customer? Um, who is it that's going to purchase your products more than anyone else? If you could define your perfect client, who would they be? In real estate. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. It's kind of a joke. Anyone with a pulse that makes some money could be a client, right? But we have to define who is the client that actually has the finances, the ability to purchase the house, who has the desire and stick to that's actually going to follow through and purchase a house. And as someone who is it that has the goals, you know, set to have a home for their family. Those are all potential clients. A person that may not be in any one of those positions, but has the desire, strong enough desire to achieve those things can be, be a client. And we put them in a in a, uh, a touch point type of a position to where we start mentoring them towards success. We start putting them in touch with people that can um, repair their credit or help them build credit if that's the issue. Uh, we can put them in touch with people that can teach them how to save money. We can give them tips and tricks on how to save money to come up with the funds needed to purchase a home. Or maybe it's a seller. And if they get the right price for their property, they'll sell it. Um, and that's, you know, you just have to determine who is your ideal client. I can work with any one of these people. I sell a lot of homes and we work with a lot of buyers here at the Patrick Lee Group too. But we have to define those things in the beginning. Who is our ideal client? Who who would if our perfect pitch had to be brought every day, what would that pitch sound like? And who would we pitch that to? Number nine, convince yourself. Entrepreneurship brings with it a cast of doubters and naysayers. It's best to believe in what you're doing wholeheartedly. Take some time this week and reflect and write about the people who benefit from your work. Once you've defined who your ideal client is. Start writing about that person and what their benefits could be. If you can define the benefits of what you do, you will find out that it's much easier for you to move forward and be successful in your business. Because most of the objections that people have to your business, to your product, to your pitch is based on the fact that they don't know enough about what the benefit to them will be. If you can describe the benefit of what you're selling to that person, then it's going to be a much easier for them to receive that and say yes to you. So the benefits, of course, about selling great pizza is it tastes better than regular store-bought pizza, right? It's got great craftsmanship behind it. It has great ingredients that are put into it. It's going to be healthier for you than the greasy competitor, right? These are all things that are benefits that come along with eating it at Fire Slice Pizza for number one. So just define what it is that's the benefit of that. 
and how is the person going to benefit the most from what it is that you're selling? Craft that into your pitch, your success statement about who it is that you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Number 10, final point, know where you stand. Your action plan towards success, know where you stand. Financial freedom is a ladder of goals, each bringing a new level of security. Understand where you are and what's next. Success is a, a, a journey full of stepping stones. And you go from level to level to level, right? But you need to sort of know where you are at, learn to define um, and identify where you at, you're at. I need another cup of coffee. You need to learn to, def to define where you're at on each one of these levels. And if you don't know where you're at, it's kind of hard to know how to move forward, right? A lot of people say, if I just keep working, 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 then that's going to be my success formula. I'm just going to continue to work hard. I'm going to outwork everybody. And, and that's how I'm going to succeed. And that may work for some people. But if you can learn to identify where you are, it's going to be much easier for you to know what the next step is that you need to take to achieve the next level in life. OK, guys, I appreciate you coming in today and being with me for Midweek Motivation Live. Um, I will see you next week at 10 o'clock on Wednesday again. And uh, as always, I do this as a service to you. I try to motivate you to success in every area of life. If there's anything I can do to help you in the real estate world, that's what I do for a living. I would love and be honored to assist you or a friend or family member in the purchase or the sale of a home. If you know anyone that's interested in buying a home, selling a home or investing in real estate, click on the link to my digital business card in the comments below this video. And uh, that will put you in touch with me. It'll teach you everything about who I am and what I'm into. It makes it pretty easy to determine if you want to work with me or not. Go to www.patricklee.work in the comments below this video. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.